This is the Rebel Author Podcast, where we talk about books, business, and occasionally bad words. Hello, Rebels, and welcome to episode 46 of the Rebel Author Podcast. No introduction like normal this week because this is a bonus special episode uh, celebrating the launch of my latest book, which was co-written with Jay Thorne and part of his new series. So yeah, that's it. Let's get into the episode so that you can find out more about this very rebellious book. Hello and welcome to the Rebel Author Podcast. Today I am joined by someone super special, my first ever returning guest. Welcome, Jay Thorne. Hey, Sasha. I didn't realize I was a return, first returning guest. That's quite an honor. Yeah, you are the very first ever return guest, so thank you. Um, before we dig into today's mini episode, I'm just going to read your bio and um, then we'll kick off. So, for those that don't know who Jay is, Jay Thorne has published 2 million words and has sold more than 185,000 books worldwide. He is an official member of the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, the Horror Writers Association, and the Great Lakes Association of Horror Writers. Thorne earned a BA in American History from the University of Pittsburgh and an MA from Duquesne University. He is a full-time writer, part-time professor at John Carroll University, co-owner of Molten Universe Media, podcaster, FM radio DJ, musician, and a certified story grid nerd, and a co-writer with me. Yes, how exciting. <laughs> I'm it is so super glad. exciting. I'm so excited to talk about this with you today. This is great. Yeah, I am. I'm. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on and also for co-writing with me. I had a blast. I absolutely loved writing uh, about this topic, obviously. Um, so let's let's dig right in. Talk me through your new series, Nine Things Career Authors Don't Do. What inspired you to create them and what do you hope authors will um, get from reading your new series? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember the exact title, but I believe there there's a, a book or a blog post that I was reading and it was something like the 13 things successful people don't do. And it was the first time I saw that sort of inverted title, right? Like we always see the things we should do. And I, and if you're anything like me and you, you know, someone says, oh, you should do this. You're like, I'm a rebel. I'll do whatever yeah. the hell I want. Don't tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like I skim those listicles and kind of things, I, they don't really grab me anymore. But like this one, I was like, I started to think like, well, do I do this stuff? <laughs> and like, and my, it, it was just such a great way of, of raising my curiosity. And I thought, wow, that would be a cool thing to do for authors and talking about the difference between being a struggling writer and a career author. And, and not that you have to be a full-time writer, but if you're wondering, like, what are the habits, the mindsets, the systems that um, full-time creatives have, then you can kind of measure that against some of your own. And, and that's kind of where it came from. Absolutely. And even though this uh, series is aimed at writers specifically or career authors, I should say, I do think lots of the lessons are actually applicable to any creative and anybody who works for themselves, has a business, is an entrepreneur. So yeah, if you're listening and you're perhaps not so heavy on the writing side, you can still read the series. For sure. Yeah. It was more branded around the podcast and, and, and tapping into the existing audience, but you're absolutely right. Your book, all the other books in the series, they, 
you could you could really substitute any creative uh, endeavor for for writing absolutely so as in your series as a whole what topics are going to be covered well, we have, um, there's a number of co-writers, yourself included, and some other fabulous folks who, um, you know, we'll uh, be talking about at some point. And um, I asked them all to bring sort of their passion. Like, what is it, what, what's the one thing that you're really interested in, really passionate about, really have studied? And let's write that and let's do that. Um, and so that was the approach. So coming out of the gate, um, we're going to have over the over the first six to eight weeks, we'll have nine titles coming out. They're they're very short, digestible, readable, um, accessible, and uh, they're going to cover everything from morning routines, exercises, uh, big goals, rebel mindsets, um, social media, uh, podcasting, living, a, being a digital nomad, personal finance. There's just there's just so many. And your and because there are so many in this series, you're launching them in tranches, aren't you? So, um, which ones are actually going to be in that very first tranche that people can get next week? Uh, or oh, sorry, this week as as this airs, it will be this week. Uh, this is a problem with podcasting. I'm like, am I in the future? Am I in the past? What am I? Um, it, yes, and exactly. then and then tell us also why you decided to work this way. Yeah, well, let me um. Let me answer the second question first. Uh, what I really wanted to do was I wanted to, I, I didn't want to write these all myself because I have a certain experience, but you have a different experience. And our friend Daniel has a different experience and Zach has a different experience and they're all relevant and they're all helpful. And so I thought by bringing in co-writers and, and um, you know, I, I'm a big believer in collaboration and co-writing. So by bringing in other people and getting different perspectives, I felt like we could help them help more people rather than just have sort of a singular perspective. So the, now the other thing I want to say about this, it's a big experiment. <laughs> we really don't know how it's going to turn out. I mean, I think we've minimized our risk as best as we could. We, you know, we didn't invest a ton of money in these. We, we made them professional, but we didn't, we didn't go overboard on them. Um, the idea is to kind of see how these roll out. And, and I was really looking at the Steve Scott model. Steve Scott has been very successful in releasing a large number of really digestible short titles that are based around productivity and mindset. So it's kind of, it's a proven approach, but whether or not it works for us remains to be seen. As far as the rollout goes, uh, on, on August 18th will be the first batch and that will include uh, the introduction title, uh, one on self-actualization with Jimmy Essien, uh, one on exercise with uh, Zach, Rebel Mindset with <laughs> Sasha, uh, and let's see here. Oh, and the morning uh, mornings with Zach. And then the second batch is going to release on September 15th. That's going to include social media with Zach, personal finance with you, uh, podcasting, A Creative Life on the Road with Janet Kiddo. So those are, the, those are the titles that are already sort of in the queue, in, in the KDP bookshelf, ready to roll. And there's probably three or four more in varying stages of completion. And some, some were just waiting on a, on a cover. So there will probably be a third batch that I'm guessing might even come in October. I think, yeah, and it's interesting that you talk about uh, using the short digestible model. Um, it's not 
something I've ever thought about doing. And it's really given me personally some pause for thought to think about what I can do that is far shorter, more digestible um, with my own nonfiction because, I mean, the last book I launched was a fucking tome. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to create things that are shorter also. Um, okay, so we are here to talk about the first of the two books um, that we co-wrote, which is, um, this one is Rebel Mindset. So I'm just going to read the blurb for um, anyone who is interested. So creating a business is one thing, but being a career author provides you with the freedom and independence that most people only dream of. But in order to get that freedom, there are a million pieces of resistance you have to fight or rebel against. Whether it's your own mindset, a lack of support from family, having to take the terrifying leaps of faith, or choosing to go against the grain to carve out the path you really want, they're all tiny acts of rebellion. So yes, if you guys, and I am hoping listeners are going to find this intriguing, given it's a Rebel <laughs> Author podcast. Um, but if you do find it interesting, then please go order a copy, um, which you can do. Are they, remind me, are they wide or are they on Amazon or where can everybody get them? They're going to launch as an ebook only into, uh, into Kindle Unlimited. So you'll be, you'll be, able, be able to buy the ebook or borrow it uh, just through Amazon. And then um, most likely we'll take them wide at some point. But like I said, it's a big experiment. And mm -hmm. so rather than invest all the time to get them wide, we're just going to start with Amazon and take it from there. Perfect. So looking at this book specifically then, The Rebel Mindset, what can writers expect to learn inside this book? I think you should answer that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is your brainchild. Uh, yeah, you know, it's such cheating. You're here to talk about this. Okay, fine. So um, we, they are all in terms of different essays and they are obviously all in the theme of uh, what not to do. So uh, we look at not having or don't have a fixed mindset. So um, this is a nod to Carol Dweck and I hope that I've said her name. Have I said her name? That is her name. I think you did, yeah. yeah. So, um, and the fixed and growth mindset. Uh, we look at not saying yes to everything, which is something I really still struggle with. And I am finally embracing the word no. Um, we also talk about obsession and why you should not suppress your obsession. We look at not trying to be part of the crowd as well. And I think this is something that probably uh, comes more naturally to most indie authors, but is still something that some indie authors need to learn not sticking to the rules, one of my favorites, and also not taking on, uh, don't take on expectations, and that is across the board, other writers, um, your family, co-workers, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, don't refuse to take a leap of faith. Uh, your first leap of faith in, uh, into the world of being full-time is not the only leap of faith you're going to have to take, so that's the next one. And uh, the last couple are don't ignore what you think and fail to speak up. And last but by no means least, don't think that there is only one way to an author career. Um, so yeah, hopefully that has um, tickled your taste buds and uh, enticed, a few, <laughs> enticed a few people in. Um, so let's let's just uh, before we round up, we'll do we'll do a couple of uh, quick questions. So, what do you think is your top rebellion for making a career in this industry? I think the one for me that's uh, that's that's t top is uh, don't refuse to leap, taking that leap of faith, 
um, it, it's really about taking a risk. Like there, there are no guarantees in life. There's certainly no guarantees being an independent author or creative. And there are going to be many times you're going to say, you're going to have to say like, got to do it. I'm going to try it and it will probably fail, but I have to try it. So I think that one, it, I think it's, it's also close to mindset, but I think that's a really important perspective to have. Absolutely. How did you feel before that first that first leap? I think I remember listening to. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was pedal to the metal then, but anyway, the ride as well. Yeah, it's actually recorded uh, in history for you. But how? Just just for listeners, how did you feel before you took that very first big leap of faith into full time author careerdom? Completely terrified. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. I mean, I uh, you know I. I was the primary and, and still am primary wage earner, a mortgage, two kids in private school, two car payments, uh, about $200 in savings, and about a three-month ramp. <laughs> and that's all I had. So yeah, I was terrified. And like, do you feel any different now when you take a leap of faith or like, because it's, it's interesting, isn't it? it? Like they're always fucking terrifying, but I like, I certainly feel I don't know what it is because I'm still shit scared, but I feel more able to cope with the leaps. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a muscle, right? Like I think the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it doesn't mean you don't get that pit in your stomach, but I think you're less terrified the more yeah. you do it. And, you, and practice helps. It really does. Absolutely. Um, I think for my top rebellion, it's probably a toss up between um, embracing your obsession and um, breaking the rules. I think the rule breaking is obvious. Indie authors are just rule breakers at heart. You know, that is how that's how indie publishing came about. The definition pretty yeah. much, right? <laughs> right. Um, but for me, I, I just think there is something so powerful in embracing your obsession. And I am talking about healthy obsession, not obviously anything clinical. Um, but for me, my obsession lifts me up when I'm in the pits of creative despair. You know, it, it enables me to drive on when the doubt is eating away. Um, I am more obsessed with getting to the end goal and being able to publish than I am, um, you know, enabling my fear or doubt. So yeah, I would say that one is probably uh, my favorite. Nice. All right. So what tip do you have? Because um, obviously people need to go and read the book. But uh, what tip do you have for writers on becoming more rebellious? Yeah, this is, uh, this is about the book, but it's really not at the same yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I think to become more rebellious, you have, to ch you have to stop trying to improve yourself and instead change your identity. Because improvement um, doesn't change and it, and it wears off. So like what you have to do is instead of, um, you have to see yourself as an author and then say, what do authors do? Even if you're not a full-time author, you have to change your identity and then match your behaviors to what that person does. Um, it's, it's like if you were going to learn to play an a musical instrument, right? You could... Um, it, it's a different, it's a mindset shift if you say, well, I'm going to improve my drumming technique. Well, like that's kind of boring and it kind of wears off. But if you say, if you declare yourself a drummer and then you buy a kit, you've sort of made this soul commitment and then you have to figure out what drummers do. So I know it's a bit esoteric, but I really believe that that's the tip for being more rebellious is forget improvement and change your identity. I love I love that so much. I uh, I'm I'm now subscribed to the Daily Stoic as well, so I've uh, I've been reading up on 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 that uh, philosophical field as well. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so I think for me, one tip I will give is to start small. Rebellion is terrifying if you're not a rebel. So I would always say start small with something really tiny, like say, I don't know, say no to yourself, say no to something small at work. Um, you know, yeah, like it's these little things that like you said, actually, which is a great metaphor, that building this muscle is exactly what you have to do. And you don't go and run a marathon straight away, you do a one kilometer walk. So do a one kilometer rebellion. Um, Okay, so I loved your last Outer Rebellion. Um, if listeners want to hear it, then go back to uh, episode 18. But give us one teeny tiny re rebellion for our mini episode. All right, completely unrelated, but it's a, it's a way to rebel. Um, trust your doctors, listen to the medical opinions, but don't just listen to one. I think it's important if you have any kind of health issue, concern, just general fitness, nutrition, anything, Get more than get a second, maybe even a third opinion, because doctors and professionals are people like like everyone else, and uh, and having more information and more options is always better. So don't just accept that first diagnosis or that or that first interpretation. Amazing. Um, well, thank you very much for your time today. Would you like to tell everyone where they can find uh, the books? <laughs> are you going to put me on the spot? Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so the um, prep the, yeah, for I that do. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, there's, a, there's a, a short link that'll take you to the full series page uh, on Amazon. That's at uh, getbook.at slash nine things. And that's the number nine. So it's getbook.at slash number nine things series. See, I left um, that off. I'm messing it up. Uh, no, it's fine. And that will be in uh, the show notes as well, of course. So thank you very much for your time today. And thank you also to all of the show's patrons. If you would like to get early access to all of the episodes, then you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash Sasha Black. Thank you also to everyone listening. My name's Sasha Black. You are listening to Jay Thorne and this was the Rebel Author Podcast. Don't forget to tune in and subscribe on your podcatcher. And when you have a moment, please leave a review.